0: Out there, where do you begin? When your nipples start to leak, oh, is it time to feed again? When parenting is new and you don't know what to do, the boob coach comes up with solutions that are just right for you. Boop, 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 boop. boop. The boob coach, it all comes back to boobs. Hi, everybody, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today at the Boob Coach Podcast. Today's topic, as part of my season one prenatal topics, is prenatal breast infections and engorgements. My name is Rachel Gayfeller-Silber, IBCLC. I'm also known as the Boob Coach. Putting it out there up front, I'm not sponsored by any products. I have no disclosures that I need to announce to you other than promoting myself, myself, my social media, my upcoming app, and this podcast. So... I will keep you posted on any new products, and when that um, Boob Coach app comes out, I will let you know. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Prenatal breast infections and engorgements. Good times, right? So there are many different types of problems that can cause swelling and can cause engorgement as well as infections in the breast tissue. We're gonna talk about some of those today. We're also gonna talk about some treatment options for self-care and when it would be a good idea to talk with one of your care providers, either your OB-GYN or a midwife. Now, breast infections, the breast is just like any other part of the body, any part of the body can get an infection. While it is less likely to happen during a pregnancy than it is during actual breastfeeding, engorgements, and breast infections can happen while you are pregnant. There are many potential causes. It is always a good idea if you think you have an infection or there are some strange things happening with your breasts to check in with your care provider, especially if it is not resolving, if it is unexpected, or if those symptoms are getting worse. Any sort of infection, sadly, can cause miscarriage. It can cause stillbirth. It can cause premature labor. It can even just harm your baby's development. So please, I love you and I love your babies. If you think this is happening, get it checked out. Now, there is something called the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine. I love them. They've got all kinds of protocols and they are an organization for doctors who deal with lactation in any capacity. But the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine, I'm going to be quoting some of their protocols and I will provide a link in the description for this podcast if you want to look at that yourself. So this is a quote from them. Breastfeeding women may develop breast masses or complaints at any point during lactation. Symptoms may be related to lactation. That means they may not be. So either way, get it checked out. During the pregnancy, those ducts within the breast and the glands are further developing and further maturing. That could be a cause of an infection, if fluids are not able to move within the tissue in the way that they're supposed to, if there's inflammation, if there is scar tissue, if there has been an injury to the breast tissue, that can cause plug ducts. A plug duct feels almost like a painful pimple. Most of us at some point in our lives have experienced like a painful pimple on your chin or on your nose, something along those lines. But a plug duct feels very similar. It would be like, like a hard spot. You feel kind of like a rounded, hard area that is kind of tender or painful to pressure, to that touch. It could be small like a pimple. It could be as large as a golf ball, okay? Nobody wants that. It is from inflammation more than anything else. Heat brings in more fluid and more inflammation to an area, so heat is not recommended for plug ducts. Just ice, no massage, because massage can bring in more can not only just aggravate that area, it can bring in more blood and just cause more inflammation. So we're really not recommending massage. Anti-inflammatories such as Tylenol, if your care provider approves it, can be something that can be very beneficial. Swollen lymph nodes. We're talking about if you've ever had like swollen lymph nodes in your in your neck or like under your armpit, that sort of thing, kind of golf ball, golf ball size and they can, they can be anywhere on the body, but you do have increases in blood and lymph flow and lymph fluid to the breast during pregnancy and during lactation. That could be a cause of some of the swelling, especially if you are wearing tight bras, if you have something that is cutting into the underarm tissue, that could even include like, Let's say you're a truck driver or you drive an Uber or something for a living and you're spending a lot of time with like a tight seatbelt cutting into the tissue, that could, could be a cause for it. Again, ice and Tylenol are usually your best friends, but it could be signs of other types of problems in the body, so get that checked out. You've probably heard the term mastitis. What is mastitis? Well, the itis part, just means inflammation, mastitis. Mast is for the breast area, so infection of the breast or swelling and inflammation of the breast area. It may or may not be involved with infection, but that inflammation often results in breast pain, swelling, increased warmth that's like localized to the area, and areas of redness, like red streaks or red patches. You may or may not also have fever or chills associated with it. Mastitis is usually while you are breastfeeding, but it can occur at any time, even in in men, right? We all have breast tissue on our bodies, so it can happen at any time. All right, some other causes of prenatal breast engorgement is what we would call accessory breast tissue. Now, if you think about the word accessory, like accessorize, that would often in our lives mean things like jewelry or a purse or some uh, accessory to go with your outfit or your personality, okay? Accessory breast tissue is extra breast tissue that is fancy and decorative on your body and not in the usual place. Accessory breast tissue is congenital, meaning it developed while you were developing as a a fetus. And it is usually like under your arm, under your armpit, but it can happen anywhere along the milk line, which would be from underneath your armpit to the breast, along the stomach, and then to the inside of the inner thigh. You could have accessory breast tissue at any point along there. Again, usually under the arm is where that will occur. So the hormones of pregnancy can cause this tissue to grow and swell just like, you know, regular breast tissue, and it can become very uncomfortable and tender. For the average person, for the non-medical person, it can be very difficult to determine is this an inflammation of the accessory breast tissue or is it a swollen lymph node? If you, especially under the armpit, like because just, just living, it's hard to put your arm down. There's a lot of pain and discomfort. Talk to your care provider. Accessory breast tissue is often not connected to the rest of the breast it is often not connected with the, the, the uh, ductal system to the nipple. So you could be producing breast milk in that area and it has no way to exit the body. Now, ultimately what would happen in that localized area is that you would have a term called apoptosis. This is just a big medical word, meaning that those cells that are producing that milk would die back not all of them but they would die back and not continue to produce milk so that that could happen again ice and tylenol often your best friend but talk to somebody if you feel like this is this is happening mastitis one of the big distinctions is is it unilateral meaning it's only happening on one side of the body or is it bilateral on both sides? Different problems manifest in either one or both sides. And that distinction can help your care providers narrow down what is the cause and what the treatment might be. Now, I know that sometimes it's hard to get a doctor's appointment, so I'm just going back to the ice and, ice and Tylenol kind of thing. Keep yourself comfortable, no tight bras, etc you want to keep yourself comfortable until you can kind of get it checked out. But if you have an infection that is affecting the fatty tissue of the breast versus the glands versus the ducts, it can cause swelling and pain and lumps and bumps. Most infections kind of start out as sort of like a clogged milk duct sort of thing and then may sort of progress from that. But a small percentage of breast infections associated with things that are what I would call no bueno. And that could even be things like rare forms of breast cancer. Get it checked out. All right. Infected Montgomery glands. This would be another delightful prenatal or even postpartum breast infection that can happen. What is a Montgomery gland? A Montgomery gland, those are those little lumps and bumps, those little pimply kinds of spots that are on your areola. They become more prominent during a pregnancy. They are a form of specialized skin oil glands and they are starting to come online. So if you were picking at them, if you thought that it was like a weirdo pimple or something on your breast and you were like squeezing at it. Okay, I say this with love picking at things and squeezing at things on your body is usually probably not a good idea you are possibly introducing bacteria aggravating the area etc that can cause an infection and especially if you're wearing a bra that is too tight that also there's that, that fabric kind of rubbing on there can further irritate that area and any sort of obstruction or irritation can, can cause an infection. So what would be some other causes of prenatal breast infections or prenatal engorgement? Non-lactational mastitis can occur if you have a weakened immune system. If you have had a lumpectomy whether that tissue that was excised in a lumpectomy was benign, meaning not cancerous or malignant, which would mean it was cancerous and then you had treatment for that. But if you've had a lumpectomy, that scarring can can cause changes within the breast that, that make non-lactational mastitis more likely to happen. Same thing with any form of radiation therapy to the breast area. And also diabetes can increase the risk. So we've talked about this before, but I'm coming back to it. Isentylenol, rest, good hand-washing skills. You know, I'm never going to tell you not to wash your hands. Keeping your hands clean, your hands tend to touch yourself and your hands are full of bacteria that you pick up from things that you touch, good bacteria and bad bacteria. Good hand washing can help minimize these kinds of problems as well as minimizing breast stimulation. So if you are expecting a baby and you're pumping or you're handling your breast tissue in a rough way, that might make you more prone to having some sort of an infection before you've even, or a mastitis and swelling and all of these things before you've even had your little one. I'm also a big believer in well-fitted bras. Check out and see if there is a certified bra fitter who specializes in pregnancy and breastfeeding bras in your area. I have been a certified bra fitter for a couple of different companies and there's a lot that goes into a good bra fitting. So you'll, you'll be happy if you get a good, a good bra fitting. Well, what can you do if you do have a prenatal breast infection or engorgement beyond some of the things that I have, have suggested? Now I'm putting my glasses on so I can read what the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine says. Avoid sailing soaks, castor oil, or other topical products. Mastitis is an inflammation and or infection in a deep organ space and should be managed as such. Topical products such as castor oil will not treat this condition and may in fact cause tissue damage, particularly if they're combined with massage. Silicone breast pumps, and that means things like the Haka, Okay, silicone breast pumps filled with Epsom salt can macerate the skin, translation, cause you damage, and further contribute to localized hyperemia and edemia, meaning swellings, and they should be avoided. Published evidence and best practice for general wound care do not support the use of saline soaks for pain or nipple trauma. Principles of wound management include handling tissue delicately to minimize further trauma and consideration of ointments or dermal matrices to enhance wound closure. So you may have a friend, your grandma, you may see it on things like TikTok, saline soaks, castor oil, use this magic nipple treatment. No. No, don't do it. We talked about before, heat can cause symptoms to worsen because you're bringing in more blood and more fluid. Yes, I know that putting a heat pack on when you have swelling feels good, but you're just making it worse. Don't do it. Studies don't show that it's going to help you in any way. Just don't do it. I would consider perhaps adding some probiotics, either probiotic capsules or probiotic drinks, adding yogurt or kefir into your diet, things along those lines. Consider probiotics, but you know, the science isn't necessarily there yet to back that up, but I'm of the opinion it's it's not going to hurt and can only help your digestion. Work with your care provider if things are not improving. You may need to be on antibiotics. You may need to have some tissue, like little bits of tissue, or have some milk or colostrum expressed to culture it. Imaging, things like a sonogram, that sort of thing, or other just sorts of monitoring. So work with your your care providers. Okay, that was a lot. (laughs) Hopefully you don't have these problems. But I am available on various social media forums. I'm on threads. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And I'm also on TikTok. I am the boob coach pod on all of those different things. Thank you so much for joining me today. Remember, any breast milk you can provide to your baby is amazing. Breastfeeding and breast milk, they rock being able to provide it for your baby is just an amazing and incredible thing please join me for more breastfeeding related podcast episodes and topics check me out especially on tiktok that's where most of my content is is out there as far as like the little clips my name is rachel gayfeller silber i am an ibclc You can just call me The Boob Coach. That's fine, because I know that my name is long and complicated and all of that stuff. Hey, it all comes back to boobs. It all comes back to boobs. I love you. I love your babies. Love lactation. Love everything about it. Let's talk again real soon, shall we? Thanks so much. The Boob Coach. It all comes back to boobs.